Sun, beaches, and Latin-inspired flavors are what people around the world call their vacation paradise. We call it home. Welcome to the weekly podcast that captures it all, The Scoop on Miami. Let's discover and rediscover Miami together with Ernie Emad, a 54-year resident of the Magic City, and Miami native Lenny Rada on The Scoop on Miami. And now, here's Ernie Emad and Lady Rada. Hello and welcome to The Scoop on Miami. We're live uh, pretty close to one o'clock today. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I hope you had a great uh, week um, as we did. And we thank you for uh, joining us every single Friday at one o'clock. And then this gets converted into a podcast later on where you can listen to it on iTunes, as well as on our own website at scooponmiami.com where all the episodes are there. And I'm uh, here with uh, my co-host. Hi, I'm Lainey Rada. And she is a, a leading edge broker associate with uh, Douglas Elliman. Thank you, Arnie. And I'm the broker owner of One Premier International. We have a great show lined up for you today, and we're glad that you joined us. With everything going around um, in today's world, um, we're going to get into your mind. So the first guest today is going to be uh, Dr. Monica Kreinberg, and she is the founder of Mind Wellness Center located in Coral Gables. Um, she's a licensed psychotherapist um, and uh, really, um, specializes in depression, anxiety, among other things. Um, she also um, speaks five different languages, and I think we're going to get some great information. Um, Lainey has a couple of guests today as well. Yes, we, we're going to be talking to Mark and Kiki Allenby, and they are the directors of the Transcendental Meditation Center here in Miami, and they also are farmers. They have a huge, beautiful grove in the Redlands, so we get to hear about that, something fresh and interesting at the same time. You bet. Don't forget, when you go to our website or go to iTunes to like, share, um, subscribe to our channel, and definitely uh, leave a comment. Um, how was your week, Lainey? It's been interesting, just like everybody else's. <laughs> Just keeping it, uh, keeping it going. Yeah, and we, we had uh, actually great news uh, to wake up this morning with uh, the jobs report out. Yes. Um, the stock market before going on the air, we were just uh, above a thousand points for the day. Um, they were expecting uh, close to eight million job losses, and we turned it around to two and a half million job gains. And unemployment was supposed to be now at about 19.8%, and it actually went down to 13.5 or 13.3%. Right. So the, the, the great thing is on Monday, uh, Miami-Dade County enters its third phase of opening yes. up gyms and so forth, and, and we're well on our way to a, a recovery, which uh, we all need. There's no question about that. So right. uh, that, that was very good news. Um, um, other than that, we start every week with a um, inspirational quote with Lainey Rada. Uh, Lainey, what is today's inspirational quote? Adversity causes some people to break, others to break records. Written by William A. Ward. <laughs> Something to think about. Yes. Uh, Everybody trying to have a voice and speak up and trying to make some changes. Yes. Uh, so we start every week as well with Miami Rewind. And that's when we take you back to, to uh, give you some information about when something got started in South Florida. I know I learned something every single week. And based on some of your comments, you also learn something every single week. Uh, give us a little uh, uh, lead into today's Miami Rewind. Uh, this, this, 
this week we're talking about shopping places because the shopping has been on the news and somehow it just worked out to talk about them. Two places that people go to uh, frequented very much in our city. So there's a little bit of history in those places that you're going to hear about today. Yes, there is. So let's go ahead with Miami Rewind right now. It's time to take a look back with Lainey Rada. With Lainey Rada. Miami, Miami Rewind. The number one most visited attraction in Miami, as recognized by the Greater Miami Convention and Visitors Bureau, is Bayside, with 23 million visitors per year. Bayside is a 16-acre entertainment complex in between Bayfront and Centennial Parks on the Bay. It is near railroad tracks that brought interest to this area way back to 1896. Bayfront Park has a long and interesting history to check out. The mall is modeled after Boston's Quincy Market with metal roof market sheds of the former British West Indies. Maurice Ferret was inspired by a trip to Boston and thought it would bring more business to the area. It opened 33 years ago in 1987. A hundred thousand people visited on its first day. There are 140 stores, kiosks, restaurants, and entertainment pavilions. It's a two-story open-air location that enjoys waterside decks and viewing porches that capture marine breezes. The mall wraps around Maya Marina with 130 slips. It's operated by the city of Miami. There is a fleet of fishing and tour boats. It was frequently featured in the Miami Vice TV show from 1984 to 1989 because Don Johnson, known as the fictitious character Sonny Crockett, moored his sailboat St. Vitus Dance there with his alligator guard, Elvis. There was a Pier 5 that closed in the late 60s. People went to go sport fishing, see the giant catch, and buy fresh fish. There are still fishing boats to take to see if you can hook a big one. There were tours to Miccosukee Indian Villages to see alligator wrestling. Island Tours started in the 1940s and is still running with excellent guided tours of the Miami River and their unique celebrity home tour. There are now gondolas, pirate ships, and speedboats. I have been on all of the boats. One date told me he would take me on a real gondola ride in Venice, and he did on our honeymoon. It can happen to you too. There is so much to enjoy here. There is a new sky wheel. There are themed events that are very well planned. There are unique pop-up projects from time to time on the grounds, arguably some of the best fireworks displayed in Miami. There's also the much anticipated Skyrise. It's a vertical amusement park. The 1,040 foot tower will have bungee jumping, a 65 floor sky drop, and sky orbs to see the views. As yet, there are no dates for this project. There isn't much you can't do at Bayside. That's the scoop. We are back to the Scoop on Miami, and welcome as we continue. Um, today's first guest is Dr. Monica Kreinberg. You know, I, I learned, learned some statistics that two-thirds of people with anxiety disorders 
are not actually receiving treatment. Um, so that's a that's a, an alarming amount. And Dr. Monica Kreinberg is the founder of Mind Wellness Center. She's a licensed psychotherapist, and she's recognized as one of South Florida's leading authorities surrounding mental and sexual health. Uh, Dr. Kreinberg's main areas of expertise are anxiety, depression, intimacy, relationships, and sexuality, with a goal to help you reach your highest potential, while at the same time giving you tools that you can use throughout your life. Please welcome me and Lainey in joining our guests today on The Scoop on Miami, Dr. Monica Kreinberg. Good afternoon. Hi, Dr. Kreinberg. Hi. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for taking the time. Really, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was saying I was just really happy to hear about the podcast. I listen to you guys often. You guys have such great information. So it really helps to bring everybody closer. Oh, that's nice. Thank, thank you, you so much. That's, that's very what, kind. That's our goal. Um, uh, I wanted <laughs> to thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. Can you tell us about yourself and what brought you to counseling? Yeah, so a little bit about myself, actually. It's a funny story. Uh, my undergraduate degree is actually in international business. Mm. And I, after graduating, I worked for several large companies, uh, like, for example, Puma, that some people might know. Um, I later went to get a degree in communication and ended up working at a bank and as an account manager. After that, basically during that time, actually, uh, I recognized that I was a really good listener. And hello? Yep, go right ahead. I pressed okay. the wrong button. No, go that, right ahead. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. So, no, I was just saying that I was a really good listener. And my clients, yes, they talked to me about their money and their financials but also a lot about their problems. And I got to know about their grandkids. I got to know about whether they had some anxiety, depression, and actually mental health disorder, which, you know, at that point I was not in counseling, but I then went on to do a coaching um, license and afterwards ended up going back to school for counseling. And so, as I say, kind of the rest is history. And uh, I ended up opening my own center. Mm. Which, uh, you know, Mind Wellness Center is actually a space that I created for individuals that kind of offer the opportunity for clients to explore some of their issues, the problems that they may be facing. You know, my main goal was to create this warm, nurturing environment that allows clients to explore things like you just mentioned before, you know, depression, anxiety, trauma, you know, um, intimacy, amongst some other things. And to make sure, you know, everybody's available, especially right now, uh, during this, you know, unprecedented time, we offer telehealth. So to provide that much needed support. Well, that sounds like quite a story. And those things must have definitely given you a, a really well-rounded preparedness to talk to people and, and to be able to um, align, you know, with their thoughts. Um, we remember talking to you and, and had some inter you had some interesting hobbies. Can you tell us about those? Yeah, actually, I definitely have a lot of different hobbies, but I think my main hobby is, and maybe it's a hobby, it's a passion, is that for animals. I love anything to do with, you know, pets, animals in general. And during my postgraduate, I actually did a lot of research on how these pets, you know, especially cats and dogs, can have such a positive impact on our mental health. Um, during that time, I actually adopted a small little puppy and decided to train her to become a therapy dog. I ended up using her in court, in the Miami Children's Court, 
and she would help make children feel safe by sitting on their lap and giving her undivided attention to them. And this is really, it really helped kids because it was very difficult. They had to sometimes, you know, give a testimony and they would be very anxious. But the dog kind of helped them to stay calm, to be more mindful. And this dog now comes with me to my office for some of my clients that really need it. Wow, that's really interesting. We we actually love dogs. We did support the dogs and the cats already on our show with with the places we where had they can paws be for you, and we yes. also had the cat network. Yes. And I used to volunteer uh, for Justin Bartlett in uh, Palm Beach as a photographer for all of their events and um, holding um, senior dog photo day because those were the hardest to place. Oh. And it was very fulfilling and a very rewarding. And I currently <laughs> have quite a few cats myself. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah, animals are really great. They really can help a lot. Yeah, we can see how they help so much. Uh, I have a lot of experience growing up with a lot of animals myself. Dr. Kreinberg, with these unprecedented times that we're facing and so much going on, do you think people can benefit from, you know, how do they benefit from counseling? So the answer is definitely absolutely. I think, you know, the mental health is such an important aspect of our life, but sometimes we don't even realize it. You know, a lot of people have been experimenting, you know, experiencing anxiety and grief right now. Many have lost their jobs and really are facing kind of an unknown territory. So sometimes we really don't even realize the major impact COVID-19 has had on our mental health. You know, there are many reasons why I think people can see a counselor and, you know, be a beneficial is you know, everybody has bad days. But sometimes those bad days may last a little bit longer. In my experience, it's important, you know, to be able to talk to someone and, you know, about their emotions and having some tools and some coping skills that can help them deal with it. You know, some of us, you know, have friends and family that we can talk to and then out. But, you know, a lot of times, I think the ones that are closest to them, you know, oftentimes they might feel that they get judged or they really don't understand them. So... I think that is exactly where a counselor is really useful because, you know, as a counselor, we don't judge. We kind of just want to help you, the person, become a better version of oneself. Kind of that version that, I always say, the version that you want rather than the one that everybody else wants you to be. Mm, that's that's a that's unique a uh, thing to be able to listen to that and not judge, I'm sure. Uh, what are some signs that we might be experiencing that we need to be on the lookout for to uh, to think, you know, to recognize that we need counseling? So, you know, I think with everything going on in the world, it's definitely important to check in with ourselves. And some signs that, you know, would show that you could benefit from a counselor would be, for example, if you're not really feeling yourself lately you're feeling sad and lonely or even some, you know, somewhat blue in that sense, you, you feel like your problems have gotten worse. You know, when you're feeling very anxious or down and this feeling has lasted more than just a few days, we usually say if it lasts more than two weeks, then it definitely could be time to see a counselor. Mm. Another thing would be sleeping habits. You know, if you either sleep too much or maybe too little and, you know, another indicator is, for example, you know, all those things that give you pleasure during the day, whether it's food, whether it's, um, you know, hanging out with your kids or whether it's hanging out, even like I said, with your pets. If you lose pleasure in those everyday things, mm -hmm. then those are definitely, it's a sign that you should come see a counselor. Mm. It sounds like everyone could use 
some kind of counseling at some point, even if it's just for fine tuning. Yeah, definitely. 100%. You know, when I was putting 100%. together when I was putting together the commercial for your Mind Wellness Center, which we'll listen to after your segment, uh, I didn't realize, but uh, okay. uh, the time to um, use counseling is when your life is relatively going well, not wait until uh, there's a fire to put out. So that was something that I learned. 100%. Um, absolutely. So, Dr. Kreinberg, I heard you mention coping skills. What are some of the coping skills that you can recommend our listeners and viewers today? Yeah, so I think great questions. And, you know, there's quite a few ones, and I'll just mention a couple, you know, that I recommend and some that's also very accessible in that sense. Mm-hmm. So one of those things that I'm sure, you know, people have heard is the major benefits of exercise. And I know people are like, uh-oh, because there, there, there she goes again. <laughs> because a lot of people, you know, they're not very keen on exercise, you know. <laughs> but what is so, you know, I, yeah, I know. I'm part of that group. Don't worry. <laughs> so what is so interesting is how it's really, really good for your mental health. And the thing is, people don't realize that it actually increases endorphins. Endorphins are those chemicals that actually make your, you know, in your brain that make us feel happy. So exercise is number one on my list. Even if it's just going for a brisk walk or, you know, doing some jumping jacks in place. So that's, I would definitely say number one, you know. The second one and one that's actually been, there's been a lot of research out there is meditation. You know, there's some really, really good apps that I recommend that people can kind of jumpstart and try it. So some of those, for example, and I think it's just a couple of dollars to download is like, um, it's called Headspace, for example. Then there's one that's called Calm or Insight Timer. They all have good um, meditative, you know, meditation practices and also some courses that people can take, you know, sometimes free, sometimes very little money, Mm. you know. Um, Let's see, another tool I think which is way underrated is journaling. And I know when people think of journaling, they always think of maybe like a 15-year-old with that little diary with a little log. (laughs) But, right? Yeah, I know. I always think of that too. (laughs) Um, But you know what? It's similar to that in a way, but you can really write as little and as much as you want. It's not about you know, that you need to write every day about your daily things or, you know, when you're little, maybe about a boy or girl that you like, you know, it's really about, you know, what's going on inside of you. You know, I often tell clients to start journaling when they're having those rough moments because when they're having these rough moments and annotating them, you know, bringing that information into the session can really help to see what types of thoughts are kind of keeping them from actually moving forward, you know, so that's journaling is definitely, you know, another on, on my list quite high. And, you know, of course I will say, and I'm biased too in a way, I will say pets, you know, yes. spending time with pets actually is very beneficial. You know, not only do you exercise with them and that, again, going back to my number one, but also pets actually, it's, you know, there's been research that they increase serotonin levels. And those are another one of those go happy chemicals, kind of the ones that make you feel good. So pets are also great ways if you're left alone. And you know what? That kind of brings me to my next point is, especially during this COVID-19 where we had to kind of socially distance, you know, it is really important to connect with others on some level. You know, right now in our current world, social distancing, you know, it, it has been a little bit harder. But, you know, even connecting with friends, neighbors, 
you know, co-worker family, you know, in one way or the other is what I say, one of those things that can really help your mental health and a coping skill. You know, staying alone and isolating yourself, it's good when you want to take a little break, want to, you know, kind of rethink certain things, but it's not good for a, a large length of time. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's so many options, you know, and we're doing it right now, you know, via phone, Zoom, for example. Now they've started something like Facebook rooms where you can kind of start a Facebook rooms and go into and chat with your friends and friends that, you know, they don't necessarily have to live in your city or country in that sense. So I think, you know, we as social beings really need to have the feeling that we're not alone in the world and facing this all together yeah that's that's that other app is called house party that's the one people are using exactly yes yeah that's another one can you imagine a pandemic (laughs) without all of these innovations (gasps) correct yeah your phone would be ringing off the hook you're not kidding um at least you can still stay (laughs) in contact and and there's no more excuses beginning on monday you can go to the gym and work out so you can kick up those endorphins those are all great tips and and we thank you for sharing those with us um what do you recommend couples that are having a difficult time uh being so close together you know one of those things i say counseling is definitely one of those but you know you know, especially for couples and all seriousness, I do recommend actually the opposite for individuals. You know, with individuals, I said, you know, we definitely have to uh, be social and things. But for couples, I also say, because you're together so much, I think they do need to find some alone time. Just individually, you know, kind of finding themselves where they can read a book by themselves, go for a walk by themselves, so they can kind of take a breather in that sense. And the second thing is also couples, alone like as a system the couple mm-hmm. i think they need to find alone time so if you have kids or you're around families you know you got to make it a habit to see if you can do a little date night even if it's within the home you know yes. one of those things i say you know make a plan for example watch a movie together sometimes make a plan to cook something together order dinner in or you know anything that your resources allow you know it's also a great time and this is i always you know, give a lot of resources to my to my clients. I say it's a great time to read a book together. Yes, it is. And there's like plenty of couples books around, but you know, one of those books I really like is it's by John Gottman. It, it's uh, called The Seven Principles of Making a Marriage Work. And honestly, it's a simple book. It's a great read, and I think it can give a lot of insight to couples. Well, that, that, that's uh, fantastic tips. And thank you so much. Um, uh, I might have to check that one out myself, but you're not <laughs> kidding about that. <laughs> and that is uh, John Gottman, G-O-T-T-M-A-N, the seven principles of making marriage work. Um, that, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think that, and it's an easy read, so don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, and we definitely have the time. Um, even with limited time, there's time to read that. Uh, so thank you so much. Uh, you, you're not kidding. Um, uh, we'll provide all of the contact information. By the way, you'll be able to go to our website in our guest pages link, and we'll add uh, all of this information. Um, that uh, uh, thank you so much. Uh, Absolutely. I'm hearing a little echo on we'll myself. All of the contact information. By the way, you'll be able to go Must to our your website phone. I don't know. in our guest okay, page. Sorry. 
Yeah, that's okay. You got it off. Okay, perfect. Um, so again, thank you. And um, uh, let me ask you, uh, currently you're seeing clients via telehealth. Um, is that correct? And how beneficial is it? Yeah. So yeah, I am definitely. And I think, you know, a lot of us counselors had to adapt and actually, you know, like doctors and, um, you know, other mental health professionals, we had to, you know, adapt and do it online. And honestly, I'm actually surprised at this. I found it really effective. And interesting enough, a lot of my clients are actually preferring it. You know, I think wow. honestly it has to do with commute. You know, they don't have to drive there. They don't have to be in traffic, find parking. You know, it's cheaper as well in general because I don't have to go into my office. Right. So I can do it from home from my home office. Or I can do it in my office, you know. And funny enough, they find it easier to talk about their feelings, which that surprised me, you know, you know, I think it has to do a lot with having that scream in between and also feeling kind of the safety of their own home. You know, I think, and I don't know about you, but I think for many of us, you know, our homes are kind of our sanctuary Yes, and it's normal also to feel relaxed in your own environment. Another thing is the mask, you know, nowadays, wherever we go out to the supermarket or just to buy something, we have to wear a mask. Right. And it will be strange to have a mask in a session because it wouldn't allow me to see somebody's facial expressions. Mm. I mean, mm. I can see their eyes, you know, but yes. like not now I can't see your smile. Right. Right. <laughs> so it's really hard, you know, to gauge kind of the feelings and understand that. So honestly, I've had a lot of success with the new telehealth clients and also the old ones that I think I'm going to continue this for, you know, quite some time. It, it helps keep everybody safe in that sense. Yeah, I, I was talking about this recently because it's um, definitely an issue because babies can't see their mothers or anybody around them, their expressions, and that's something really important that they need to learn. Yeah, you, you, you're right. That's exactly it. Mm -hmm. That's that, that is really good information. Last question, doctor, and, and something that I was curious of. Do you see a difference in how men and women deal with depression and anxiety? I can answer that. <laughs> You're not qualified to do that. So let's ask the doctor. No, I'm a woman. <laughs> you know what? I think, yeah, I think a lot of us probably, you know, have a different answer to it. And I think, honestly, the answer, it could be quite long. So let me see. Let me, let me shorten that up a little bit. Um, so, you know, we all know women tend to talk about their feelings much more, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, men, and this is, again, generalizing. You know, I don't want to go up to every woman or every man, but, you know, men tend to bottle things up more, right? So, you know, and again, not generalizing. So there is definitely on, a, on an individual level, there's differences. But, for example, if you're a person that has a hard time expressing emotions and prefer, you know, keeping your feelings to yourself, eventually, honestly, they come out one way or the other. Hmm. Yes. You know, they come out with the spouse, mm -hmm. partners, friends, coworkers. That's a you good know. point. So I think they're, right? You know, and yeah. I think we all notice that when we do it ourselves, you know. So mm -hmm. I'm also talking from a personal point of view, you know. Mm -hmm. And, for example, women who are, you know, more open and trying to, you know, they, they are more open to trying counseling. And that's kind of what I've noticed that women, when they feel something, they immediately go to counseling, you know. Rather, men, I think they take their time and it's only until other people, for example, will tell them, hey, I think you need a counselor 
that many say, okay, I'll go. I mean, again, I'm not saying every man or every woman, I don't want to say that, but you know, in general, let's say, you know, we have a hard time asking for directions. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. I think it goes back to that, you know, (laughs) yeah. And I think, you know, they think they can solve it for themselves. And honestly, many can, but you'd be surprised. I have a lot of men as well that I see. And, you know, I think the main thing is, and this goes for anybody, men or women is when you do go to a counselor, when you do go, get, you know, help for your mental, you know, well-being, I think it's finding a good fit. So, you know, whether you're seeing a man, whether you're seeing a woman, is having that connection and being able to open up and kind of also seeing that you're moving forward rather than staying in a way stagnant, you know, in that sense. Got it. Yes. Um, Dr. Kreinberg, is there anything else that we may have failed to ask um, that you may feel it's important um, uh, to discuss now? Mm, I mean, I could talk forever, right? <laughs> you know, in that sense. But, you know, I do think we covered a lot of ground. Um, my website, you know, I put different resources there. I have some resources, different books, and also questions and, uh, you know, topics as well. But there's another website that I find really good and I, I recommend people to check out. It is called NAMI.org. It's N-A-M-I.org. And... It actually is a National Alliance on Mental Health. That website has some good information about, you know, for example, how to speak to someone who has mental health issues or how to, you know, kind of start getting help. And it really, you know, one of the main things, it normalizes everything. You know, the main thing is everybody has at one point or another, you know, some mental health issues and that's okay. And it's about just normalizing them. And if you do need help, finding the right person for that, you know? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um, thank you so much. It's really great information for our listeners. And, and we want to thank you so much for being with us. And can you just mention your own website? Yes. So my own website is mindwellnesscenter.com. Okay. So it's mind as in our mind and then wellnesscenter.com. All right. That's perfect. And if so somebody is, needs to reach your office, what's the best way to reach your practice? What phone number? Uh, I think, you know what, the best thing will be to go on my website perfect. and send me an email Okay. if they wanted to. I think because that way I can also reply during non-work hours. Fantastic. If not, they can always call me. You know, I'll, I'll give my cell phone, my, if this is my work cell phone. So they can always call me on 786 Fantastic. You've been a wonderful guest with a lot of incredible information that people can really use in today's world. Thank you, Dr. Kreinberg. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. And I'm going to listen to the rest of your podcast. Because like I say, you All always right. have such great insight and new things. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much. All have right. a great day. We'll talk to have you Have a later. great afternoon. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, when the Scoop on Miami comes back, we're going to have Kiki and Mark Ellenberg. Um, Ellen B, that's absolutely correct. And they own um, uh, Ellen B Groves, as yes. well as they the, run the, the Transcendental Meditation Center Perfect. here in Miami. And we'll be right back. 
Here's why everyone, even happy people, can benefit from therapy, bad breakups, grief, depression, addiction, hardships like these often bring people to the therapist's couch. But what if you're not in a moment of disaster relief? Surprisingly, the best time to start therapy may be when your life's going relatively well. And the place to call is Mind Wellness Center and Dr. Monica Kreinberg, a duly licensed psychotherapist and owner of Mind Wellness Center specializing in helping individuals and couples find mental peace and harmony with themselves and others while helping you reach your highest potential while giving you tools that you can use throughout life. Sometimes change takes a little bit of help. Are you struggling? Reach out today for a free 15-minute consultation. Call 786-863-2012, 786-863-2012, or visit mindwellnesscenter.com. Mind Wellness Center, located at 2030 South Douglas Road, Suite 206, Coral Gables. I'm Lainey Rada, a leading edge broker associate with Douglas Elliman. I have over 35 years of experience in market cycles to bring to every transaction, and I'm still alive. When you want to see how I sell 85% of my listings and the average agent sells 40%, we need to talk. I break records, the fastest sale, the most offers, the highest price per square foot. Which one do we want to accomplish? My company includes superior quality marketing to enhance your property and the worldwide exposure, which matters in Miami. If you want to buy, I'm a Miami native. I know the area extremely well. Put my negotiating skills to work. I'm the only Laney Rada in the world, so it's easy to find me. But I'll help you. My phone number is 305-710-8558. That's 305-710-8558. Let's set up a time to talk. We're back with more of The Scoop on Miami. Find our podcast on iTunes and on YouTube as a video. Our Facebook page and thescooponmiami.com. While there, don't forget to subscribe, share, and like our podcast channel. And now, here's Ernie Enag and Lainey Rada. Welcome back to The Scoop on Miami, as we are every single Friday around 1 o'clock. And thank you for joining us on the telephone right now. We have uh, Mark and Kiki Allenby. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Can Uh, you hear us? Yes, perfect. Great. Thank you. Yes, we want to introduce Mark and Kiki Elmby. They met in the early 70s in Chicago, and Kiki learned transcendental meditation from the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, who started the movement in the early 50s, and they both became certified teachers. The local transcendental meditation center they run is a global nonprofit organization. They taught transcendental meditation and migrated south through a few different states, making their way to South Florida by 1978. And then they began their tropical fruit farm, LNB Groves, with their four children. They grow a unique variety of tropical ethnic fruits that appeal to different cultures. They're hands-on in all their endeavors, including opening their home with beautiful meals. You typically find Kiki at the center and Mark at the farm. So thanks for being on our show. 
That's great. Thank you. I think you know more about us than we do. No, <laughs> no but I, I do have the privilege of calling you my friends. So I, I uh, that's really thank nice. You. Thank you, Larry. Very nice. Thank you. And thank we you wish f- we could open our house again soon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, how is uh, uh, TM different from other types of meditation? And what is and what is not? That is a great question. And, you know, the word meditation itself has pretty much become mainstream these days. But basically, we could say that most meditations uh, involve concentration or contemplation or controlling the mind in some way or focusing And transcendental meditation is actually the opposite of all of these other types of meditation. And one of the words that we use to describe it is that it's effortless. It is truly effortless. And because we're so used to putting effort into everything we do, funnily enough, you actually need a teacher to learn how to be effortless. So that's one word that describes PM that distinguishes from all other techniques. And the other word is transcending. And that word seems to be very abstract. But the experience of transcending, we could just think of it as a mind settling down very naturally and easily because TM is a technique. It's not a philosophy. It's not a religion. It's not a way of life. Um, it's not a belief. You do not even have to change your lifestyle in any way to do it. You don't have to believe in it for it to work. It's a very simple mental technique that anyone of any age can do. And the nice thing as well is that you don't have to have a quiet place or a private place. It's really portable. It goes with you anywhere. Wow. Did not know that. How were you introduced to TM and how did you get to meet um, the, the Maharaj? Maharishi. Maharishi, sorry. <laughs> That's a tricky one. I was, I was just a student at the University of Colorado in 1971. Hmm. And I just had a friend who said, oh, you should go find out about it. And so I did, and I actually learned the technique in 1971, and I the rest is history. The day I learned TM, I knew I wanted to become a teacher. So when I graduated from college, I took all the steps to go to what um, are called teacher training programs for Transcendental Meditation. And at that time, they were pretty much all being held in Europe uh, and were five and a half months long uh, in residence. Maharishi uh personally did make me a teacher in 1974, mm-hmm. as well as Mark. And, and one of the most unique distinctions, I think, that I know about you is that you've only missed your meditation five times in 45 years. Is that still well, holding? <laughs> I don't like to brag, but I actually <laughs> say that I could count on my one hand the amount of meditations that I've missed. Now, I do actually know people who haven't even missed one in that amount of time. Oh, that's incredible. So, you know, you have to think of it like brushing your teeth. If you brush your teeth in the morning, you know how you feel if you skip brushing your teeth. And how do you feel? Right? <laughs> and so you know something's missing. And once you get into a routine with transcendental meditation, if you skip it or postpone it, you're going to know something's missing because you really look forward to it. And when I teach people, <clears throat> I always tell them, I don't want you to feel like, oh, I have to meditate. I want you to feel like, oh, I get to meditate. And it's such a gift to be able to sit down twice a day and just close your eyes and experience this profoundly deep level of rest that's actually deeper than the deepest part of the sleep cycle. Mm -hmm. And there's so much scientific research that's been done on TM over the past five decades. And much of it demonstrates just all the benefits that we see in every area of our lives. 
How does someone become a teacher today? Today, uh, just like in the past, there are teacher training courses, like I said, that are very uh, in residence. You have to have some prerequisites. You have to um, have meditated for at least a year. And then actually we encourage anybody to become a teacher, but there are some prerequisites that you have to go through. It's not, it's, it's an easy thing, but it's not an easy thing. <laughs> uh, what are some of the, the, the um, scientific results that are documented today? I would say to me, the most fascinating research that's been done by a wonderful neuroscience by the scientist by the name of Dr. Fred Travis. And Dr. Fred Travis actually has been doing research for decades on TM in the brain. And what he's found, with, and this is how we know TM is very different than other types of meditation. What he has found is that the two hemispheres of the brain start to work in a very coherent and synchronous way when a person practices TM. Alpha waves, which are associated with a rested brain, are produced across the brain in very high amplitude. For a brain scientist, that's really fascinating because you don't see that coherence and integration of brain functioning in waking state, sleep state, dream state, drug-induced state, hypnosis, or any other type of meditation. Mm -hmm. So what's the good of all of that? The good of all that is all that harmony and balance and integration that is actually taking place in the brain every time we meditate. That's what translates into our activity as more harmony and balance and stability in everything that we do. So it happens naturally. You're not doing anything to make it work. If there's no manipulation, like I said earlier, there's no belief. It's a very simple technique that happens truly by itself. Yes, I know. <laughs> no, no, just because I'm, I'm a practicing transcendental meditation person. So that's why I'm, I'm just so smiling and agreeing to everything. <laughs> if someone would really like to know about more research, I don't want to bore them here with it. But if you, anybody can go to the tm.org website and be directed to all kinds of just wonderful research that has been done yes. over the past decade. Plenty of it there. Okay. I, I know it is a great website. Uh, what are some places that the program is helping in unique ways? Well, I'm glad you asked that because we are just about to roll out an initiative in Miami called Heal the Healers Now. And I don't know if people are aware of it, but there has been a rising um, incident, incidence of PTSD among healthcare professionals that have been on the front line. This is doctors, nurses, respiratory therapists, who have been on the front lines with COVID since the beginning. And uh, they are showing signs of PTSD. And so the David Lynch Foundation has decided to um, give grants to local centers to help them go into hospitals and teach people on the front lines uh, at no cost to them. And so we are in the process of rolling this out very soon by the end of June we have several hospitals, uh, Baptist Hospital, Mercy Hospital, and, and Compass Hospitals have already signed up. Everybody's ready to go. So we're just working out the details now. So it's going to be a wonderful program because there has been much research in the past that TM is very, very valuable in helping the effects of PTSD. Oh, I can just uh, imagine when they're, those people are in a frenzy all the time, that that's going to make such a big difference for them. That's great. Uh, what are some special programs or ways that people can contribute? 
they can go to actually tmfriends.org and select Miami in the drop down menu, or they could call me and ask me. Um, my telephone is my business number and 305 345 5517. But actually, tmfriends.org is a very easy website to navigate. At the top of the page, there's a donate button, and they just have to be able to select Miami in the drop down. We are actually would love to have donations because uh, even though we are set to go, we are already looking towards the next hospitals who we want to help be able to join. So uh, okay, there's great. going to be another matching grant available in July that we'd love to be able to get. I like how timely this is because it's not like something you're working on. It's something that's going to be happening very soon. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Um, where can an, anybody find out more? Um, you know, you mentioned tm.org. I know that there's a lot. I, I know there are videos and there's, you can see the Maharishi himself, which is a very unique experience to watch him talk. What else would you suggest? I would suggest the David Lynch foundation.org. Mm-hmm. Beautiful videos there. Uh, just, but the tm.org is really so great because there's links to everything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, whatever anybody wants to know about TM in terms of the benefits, of course, you can't learn to meditate on the website. We should uh, That's true. really emphasize that. Yes. You have to learn TM in person with a teacher one-on-one. But um, there's a lot of information on the website on, on how to learn. I mean, on why to learn. <laughs> Yes, yes. Perfect. Uh, well, that is just, um, in a nutshell, a lot of information about Transcendental Meditation. People just ask me about it all the time, and it's it's hard to answer in a very short question, but I think that people that know, people that meditate and practice TM know that we're a little bit more calm. I think people can tell. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more, and I think word of mouth is really the best way that people find out about TM mm-hmm. and I have so many people who come who actually heard about it for decades 25 years and then they still they're finally, finally. coming to learn mm-hmm. yeah and then mm-hmm. they kick themselves that they haven't learned sooner but whenever you learn it's fine we're always here mm-hmm. I have reopened my center I'm uh, keeping groups small you know all the social mm-hmm. distancing and everything so I'm located in Kendall East Kendall uh, in the Greenery Mall, near mm-hmm. the Greenery Mall. It's an office building there. So very easy to get to. Free parking, yes. I should add. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much, Kiki. That's uh, I just love to share that information with everybody, and I appreciate your time. Yeah. Is Mark there to talk about the growth? He is indeed. He is indeed. I'm, I'm so excited. Hi, Mark. We're going to introduce... Hello, hi. We're going to introduce Mark Allenby, the other half. And uh, that he's going to tell us all about LNB Groves, which is a, another unique thing that they do, which I think is really interesting about them all together. <laughs> it's what a combination, huh? Yes. Absolutely. Hey, uh, let me ask you, uh, welcome to the program, Mark. Uh, pleasure meeting you by phone. Um, why did you, sh- you choose Miami to, t- to start this actual business? And uh, was your land 150 acres when you started? No, not close, but... Um, we started very um, moderately and small on, on a farm of eight and a half acres. Um, I was in grad school at the University of Florida, hmm. and I went to work in 78 for Brooks Tropical. And uh, he gave me the opportunity to, uh, if I wanted to, to use his tractors on the weekends, start my own farm. And I thought, well, this is a big opportunity. So um, I found a piece of ground on eight and a half acres, pretty near the Brooks Packing House. I spent 10 years 
working for Brooks, learning how to be a real farmer. I studied horticulture in grad school at UF. Wow. And uh, we started with uh, tropical fruits in the Unknown family, and we planted some uh, May sapote. I was always intrigued with tropical fruits. But we chose Miami Homestead, the Redland Agricultural Area, because this is the only area in the continental United States that we can grow these fruits. Oh. That's amazing. Okay. Um, and really quick, a little off the subject, why is Mame so expensive? <laughs> is it the that, length of time it takes to grow and to mature? Well, it, it, it does take a long time on the tree. Unlike most fruits, which are essentially 90 to 120 days from flower to mature fruit, Mame is 18 to 22 months, wow. including two winters and two hurricane seasons mm. with the small fruit that's on there. Um, Mame is expensive. It, it's hard to say. It doesn't always translate to good prices on the farm. But when the fruit is larger than, you know, two or three pounds, even if the farmer is getting 50, 60, 70 cents a pound, by the time that goes to retail, that heavy fruit is very expensive. Now, I grow another fruit called Stepadilla, also known as Nispero, oh, Naveberry, yeah, yes. Pico Sapote. Now, that's yes. a smaller fruit, right? Correct. Maybe like kiwi size or pear size. Very so, similar to mame, kind of. Very similar, but and... it's... Exactly. It doesn't have, you know, to me, uh, a sapodil is like a pear that's been shot up with brown sugar or maple syrup, mm-hmm. and a mame is like a caramel flan. Both are intensely sweet fruits, but because it's a smaller size, you don't have to pay as much for a per piece at retail. Yes? Does that make sense? <laughs> it makes perfect sense. As a family business, um, what do each of you contribute from your education to your products and location exposure? I can say honestly that I've just learned everything by osmosis through Mark, and Mark is always educating himself, and he actually does have a master's in horticulture, uh, but he can explain the rest. But I've just kind of learned by getting my hands in the soil and doing that. Kiki's really an outstanding grower. Um, She was also, when we were living on the farm prior to moving up here to South Miami, Palmetto Bay, she was our quality control manager because we pack a lot of our fruits for our vendors. And we're in the wholesale marketplace, in the multi-ethnic marketplace. We pack fruit, and then it's cooled in the big packing houses and distributors. But she was our quality control manager, and we we pride ourselves in quality to this very day. Because if a fruit is not, you know, a number one fruit, it doesn't leave the farm. Unless somebody is specifically, you know, looking for number two fruit. But we process a lot of the number two fruits these days, because although they're not cosmetically perfect, they're fine for processing. This is something that our kids are doing. Our son is managing the day-to-day operations on the farm as I am, but his oldest sister, Adina, and her husband, Walter, um, have a commercial kitchen in southwest Miami near Costco. I can give you the address and their phone number. Yes, please. And they're processing the fruits into rainbow smoothies, (laughs) into uh, turmeric concentrates. They make a turmeric chocolate chip heart cookie. Um, And we're always looking to diversify our products and add value to the products themselves. Because somebody looks at a big old fruit, they don't really know what to do with it sometimes. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, What are some of the most unusual things that you grow? Yeah, the most (laughs) unusual fruit I think we grow is jackfruit. This is the world's largest tree fruit. Mm -hmm. They're extremely large, like um, as big as the Charleston gray watermelon or larger. And it grows on the trunk or the very heavy limbs of the trees. The flower comes out, it's about the size of a fist, 
and then you make this massive fruit that can weigh 25 to 60 pounds, and thus it's not a fruit that you just pick up in the store and take home. Some of our wholesale customers ripen them, chunk them up, and you go to the retail store, let's say it's Food Town in Davie, and you buy a big hunk of fruit. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so they kind of grow like those plums, those mini plums that grow actually on the the tree trunks and the vines itself. I mean, mm-hmm. the, yes, they, they, like like the ciruela. Ciruela, um, correct, um, absolutely, yes. Yeah. So it, you know, it has that type of growth habit. But these things are so heavy that the tree really knows to put it just onto the trunks and the very heavy limbs. There's also a um, a marketplace for the green fruit, which is used as a meat substitute as a vegetable. Hmm. And so this time of year, before all of our fruits are maturing, we're thinning the population, harvesting some green fruits. We go to the marketplace with them through our distributors, and then the other fruits that remain can be all that they can be. They can really get up to very full size. We grow many, many, many fruits. You know, Mame and Cepadilla, we grow Florida star fruit of many varieties. They're all sweet these days. We grow Florida avocados, which gives us a nine-month season. Wow. Um, we grow some mangoes, not a lot. We have them at this time of year. Mostly we eat them and freeze them and dehydrate them and put them in the smoothies. We grow some papaya. We grow some banana. On our home farm, which has become an organic farm, the first farm we've ever had, uh, we've transitioned to USD organic. We're growing in raised beds of soil, things like turmeric and ginger and cassava, and, and we're learning as we go all of the time. We're growing a uh, hibiscus called Roselle, also known as Hamica. Um, very, very, very nice. And we'll have it seasonally be, uh, November, December every year. I, I, you could just go on and on. I'm just entranced listening to this. I love to hear about it. It's great. <laughs> what's What's been the hardest challenge in your business? You know, as a farmer, challenges are, are numerous. I, I would say that, you know, in the organic trade, there's a lot more labor, not because of pest or disease control, because there's really elegant materials these days, whether they're soaps or oils or something. They're all very innocuous, but it's more like marketplace conditions and weed control. So weed control is always a challenge. So we're learning how to use mulches. We're actually using cardboard to cover our beds, and then we'll put wow. some mulch on top of those and it works very well and we're chopping and dropping our, our weeds we don't clean cultivate uh kiki wants to say something. i want to add something to challenges <laughs> i would like to say that in farming if you know farming it's either too hot too cold too wet too dry this insect that and insect there's always something challenging you and uh especially in south florida so we really feel that our resiliency and flexibility from, from medication has given us the ability just to be able to stay afloat in this ever-changing, daily-changing um, business. Mm. So we really attribute our resiliency to, to that. I, I think that's, um, even though I'm not a farmer, and I'm just one of the other, of the equation of being a meditator, that... I know in, that nationally farmers have a very hard time mentally. So I think that's a great point. It's kind of like gambling. Mm. <laughs> Not that I gamble, but. <laughs> you know, so, you know, the weather is, 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 as Kiki said, very challenging. And we can, you know, we have irrigation, but when there's too much rain, we, we lose our fertilizers. 
things get real splashy. And then the big fear, uh, freezes we haven't had for many years. We can battle freezes by pumping water out of the ground. We work all night long and we, you know, we, we create steam or ice if it's a hard freeze. But the big, the big wild card is hurricanes. Right. And I feel like hurricanes are becoming more numerous. They're, they're pretty unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Um, they're sloppy and we're just out there. It's like, you know, it's like clothes slapping on a line. I mean, right. I'm in tree fruit. And so we look, we're, we're starting to look for crops that are a little more hurricane resistant and turmeric would fit the bill because even if the top gets shredded, we still have the rhizome, which then generates the roots in the, in the bed, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't blow away. It doesn't know there's a hurricane raging above. We do things on the organic farm like vermiculture. We raise worms. We use the worm compost, and we make compost teas that are aerated, and it helps our crops a lot. Wow. Oh, that's, uh, we uh, still feel like beginners, believe it or not, even wow. though we've been doing this. Mark, Mark always talks about himself as a beginner. Uh, we also feel like pioneers <laughs> because, again, so much, especially in the early days, and we're both transplanted from Chicago. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, we've had fantastic. excess of probably 10, 15 plus inches of rain. Have you suffered any, uh, any of your crops suffered any damages in no, the last every, several weeks? No, everything's been okay. Beautiful. No, we have, uh-huh. Thank you for asking. We have very good drainage. Um, so we've been okay with all of these rains. Um, the, 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 there are some rain events that really put us underwater. If you recall, Hurricane Katrina mm-hmm. hit South Florida before it went to New Orleans. And that was pretty serious in 05. There were, you know, two to three feet of rain and areas of the Redland flooded that I hadn't seen flood. And I've been in the Redland since 78. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty irregular. But, you know, regular rain, three to six inches, you might lose fertilizers and mulch flood floats around and all. But the trees stay rooted. Mm. Once in a while, winds come and they'll lodge and you can prop them back up. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, tell us where your products can be found. We're showing, uh, mostly, yeah, we, yeah. we, we're going to show, we, we have a commercial for you, um, after we finish talking and we have on the site that has your phone number and pictures of both of your businesses. But, um, I just, you know, I think that everybody wants to go searching for you now with all this exotic information. Okay. Uh, the, the kids are at LMB Grove Stand and Bakery. Do you have that information? And at 13591 Southwest 135th Avenue, number 101. Yes. So okay. they're there Saturday and Sunday from 9 until 3, 9 a.m. till 3 p.m. Okay. And it's a drive-through, and it's all distance and safe. It's, it's really quite nice. Um, it's a commercial kitchen. And you have their phone number, yes? Uh, I have a 305-222-7676 on the uh, screen showing. That is correct. And they and on Instagram, they really have a real presence uh, at LNB Grove Stand. Okay. And LNB Grove Stand has gorgeous, colorful pictures. And it's just, it really looks good. And it really does. their customers yeah. with the rainbow smoothies are always posting up. And it's happening all the time. We have they're we have fantastic some of, pictures. I, I took know. them from your Instagram, yes. and, and they, we're showing really... a couple pictures because we we have this also on YouTube. So this can be uh, just hearing or, or also watching. So oh, very nice. yeah, we want to make sure everybody knows how to find that. And I also just wanted to mention because I recently found out that you interview your customers and share stories about them that ones from the groves, which I thought was really touching. Yes, it's really quite nice. Uh, I personally don't do it. Uh, Walter and Adina do that, mm-hmm. and it comes out every week. I think they've been doing this for more than three years, 
And so it's a real community-oriented newsletter. It's not about them. It's not about they have a little thing about what's in season, and then boom, they interview the customers. And, and then we've had a lot of couples, and, and we do them uh, a week apart. Oh, great. And so different takes on, on, on the whole thing. It's, it's really nice. And then you can click at L&D Growth Stand, and you can subscribe and see past interviews. You can click on anybody that looks interesting throughout <laughs> okay. our community. Good. Well, I, I can't thank you enough for being our guest. And we want to broadcast everything that you do and, and send people your direction. So it's been really nice hearing from you. I don't know when I'll see you, but some one day in the near future. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank we you. We really appreciate it. Thank it's you fun. so much. For, thank you. Okay. Have a great thank day you. and a great weekend. All right. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Still to come on The Scoop on Miami is the 305's hidden treasure. Still considering coming on our show? Hear what our guests have to say about us. Uh, well, before I say that, I just wanted to mention uh, your segment, Lainey, on MacArthur Causeway. I spent a lot of time on the causeway and over in Watson Island. And it was very informative, and I really enjoyed the history lesson. Oh, thank uh, you. So that was that was excellent. Hi, good afternoon. First of all, I just want to start by saying that that was a beautiful segment, uh, very well done. Uh, I just thank you. Very very nice and very accurate. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks so for having much. me. Oh, it's um, it's just a thrill for us. Thank I'm you so, so much for celebrating the ball and chain and highlighting. <laughs> thank you uh, so much, the Cayocho story. But Bernie and Lainey, I just want to thank you guys for everything you're doing for the community and the podcast. I know uh, it, it's just a fantastic job that you guys are doing. And I know that you're doing this right out of the bottom of your heart to promote a small business and, and uh, you know, Miami business and Miami in general. And uh, it, it's such a uh, wonderful, it's so wonderful to be here with you today. I mean, here you are doing all this and never once have you come up to me or any of the I guess all the other people and ask for anything. You're just doing it uh, for the community to get out there, to get the YouTube channel going, and it's it's just fantastic work. So thank you so much. Close your eyes and let your mind sink into a deep awareness. If you want access to calm and a beautiful sense of peace, learn the proper practice of transcendental meditation. Maharishi Mahesh Yogi created and introduced the movement in India in the 1950s. Maybe you would like to manage insomnia, depression, PTSD, ADHD, autism, or addiction. This evidence-based technique for inner peace and wellness is the restful state of mind beyond thinking. If you ever wondered what transcendental meditation is and isn't, you only need to meet Mark and Kiki Ellenby practicing instructors at the Transcendental Meditation Center at the Greenery Mall, 7700 North Kendall Drive, Suite 612. Call 305-345-5517 or go to tm.org to learn more and set up an appointment. When you want the best quality guava, papaya, mango, mysore, apple bananas, dragon fruit, jackfruit, lychees, mulberries, and so many more mouthwatering unique finds, LNB Groves is the place to find them. A 40-year-old family farm 
owned by Mark and Kiki LMB. The farm is a USDA organic certified grove and bakery. Their specialty is turmeric and tropical fruits. Located in the Redlands, you can find them at local farmers markets throughout the year. Be sure to try their refreshing rainbow smoothies, turmeric chocolate chip cookies, and turmeric concentrate. See their colorful posts on their Instagram at LNB Groves. The drive-through menu is online at lnbgrovestand.com. LNB Grove Stand and Bakery is located at 13591 Southwest 135th Avenue. Call 305-222-7676. From this moment on, Consumers will expect it, and sellers will demand it. Cinematic video walkthroughs for all of your listings. Professional photography, cinematic video walkthroughs, on-camera video tours, and professional voiceover narration. I'm Ernie Emad, head of BlueHourStudios.com. Blue Hour Studios is a progressive visual and audio powerhouse producing high-end video and audio productions. Become an expert in your field with a professionally produced podcast from our studio in Coral Gables. Call Blue Hour Studios today to elevate your image and voice. BlueHourStudios.com We're back with more of The Scoop on Miami. Find our podcast on iTunes and on YouTube as a video. Our Facebook page and thescooponmiami.com. While there, don't forget to subscribe, share, and like our podcast channel. And now, here's Ernie Enag and Lady Rada. Welcome back to The Scoop on Miami. Glad that be here and glad that you're here joining us as well at Scoop on Miami. And then the podcast later on iTunes, where we would love for you to like it, share it, and definitely subscribe to our channel. Uh, Lainey Rada, every week we have a great segment, which is the 305's Hidden Treasure. Lainey, tell us about today's 305 Hidden Treasure. Well, it's not that hidden, but I just am wanting to call it to your attention because I think that... When you're walking down Lincoln Road, that you look at a lot of other things. So maybe you don't know that much about this. Let's find out. Here's the 305's hidden treasure. And now it's time for the 305. The 305 hidden treasures. Hidden treasures with Lainey Rada. When you're strolling along Lincoln Road, you're either window shopping or people watching, usually the latter. Today's hidden treasure are the white concrete shelters, the stark contrast to the curved corners of the deco style of the commercial buildings are these MIMO structures. Lincoln Road was originally a forest of mangroves like much of Miami Beach. The road has an interesting and unique history you can dig into yourself. In 1912, Carl Fisher cleared a strip for the town's social center. In the 1920s, Lincoln Road was referred to as the Fifth Avenue of the South. In the 1950s, eight blocks became pedestrian only. The architect, Morris Lapidus, was commissioned to redesign Lincoln Road. He pioneered the MIMO style, often pronounced MIMO. For the record, it is pronounced MIMO. M-I-M-O is an acronym for Miami and modern. That is why the M-I is pronounced my. Lapidus brought the gardens, fountains, and the shelters with the black and white pavement and a style seen as fun. This true street architecture had techniques referred to with amoeba shapes 
names like Woggles and Cheese Holes. They're easy to recognize with that knowledge behind you. It is a style that aligned with sensationalism and extravagance to match the times. Two important names in Miami Beach history are Morris Lapidus and Lincoln Road. There you will find them complementing each other. Always remember to look up. I'm getting hungry and I am. I think I'm going to have a sandwich with uh, some uh, uh, cheese holes. Uh, <laughs> so I'll make sure I'll get some uh, Swiss cheese on my sandwich today. <laughs> That's a great segment as we do every week. So we've well, come to the end. It's amazing yes. how quickly we've had a great show. We had Monica, uh, Dr. Monica Kreinberg uh, from Mind Wellness yes, Center. And Mark and Kiki Ellenby. Correct. From the TM Transcendental Meditation Center and LNB Farms. We learned a lot today, and I hope you did as well. A little bit of meditation, a little bit of uh, uh, anxiety relief, and we've got mm-hmm. some good tips. Next week, we have another great Scoop on Miami program. Tell us about yes, it. Yes, we have a triple header next week. We have uh, Paradise Grills. Riley Best is going to talk about how you can enjoy that at your home with beautiful grills uh, because so many people are still not in all the restaurants. Um, also, we have Minuteman Press, so helping people with business and getting back together you know, with some ideas. We have Zach Hill. And then we have Amanda Campello. She has a business called The Exclusive Translations for people doing international business or anything. Uh, you know, she has a lot to offer with that for also for business. So we have a lot of different angles to help local people here. Yes, we do. And uh, thank you so much for joining us every single week, Lainey. Have a great time. We have a great time putting these programs together. And we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Don't forget to look for the podcast on iTunes as well as Spotify and everywhere you go to turn to your local, uh, your favorite podcast, as well as at Scoop on Miami and visit ScoopOnMiami.com. We have every single guest that we've always had uh, on, our, on our guest links page where you'll be able to go to their website. Um, it links right to them, their phone numbers. So if there's any additional information that you need from any of our guests, always go there. And we thank you every week for joining us on The Scoop on Miami. Take care, everybody. Bye. We hope you were entertained, informed, enriched, and proud to live in Miami. We have come to the end of another episode of The Scoop on Miami with your host, Ernie Emad, broker, owner of One Premier International Realty, and Lainey Rada, a leading-edge broker associate with Douglas Elliman. Thank you for riding alongside our journey. If you know of a special person doing wonderful things in our community or want your business featured, visit thescooponmiami.com and contact us. Find The Scoop on Miami on iTunes. Subscribe, share, and like our podcast channel. While there, leave a comment. We'd love to know what you think. And now you have The Scoop on Miami.